Thanks for joining us for today's message. Here at Temple Baptist, we're a church on a mission, connecting people to Jesus and to one another. A while ago, my wife and I, we wanted to go visit some friends. Uh, they lived out of town, and we hadn't seen them in a little while. So we decided we would set a date, we'd set it aside, we'd make sure we had time, and we would go visit them. We would do some, some catching up with them. Now, if you know me, you know that I like, um, I like having house plants around, around the house. I like um, some, some classics. I like to have some that maybe not so many people have, some that are hard to take care of, all the, all the other things. I like the challenges of it. I like trying to make one plant into four plants, give them to my friends, whatever, all that. And so when we were going to visit our friends, I said, hey, there's a greenhouse along the way. I would love to stop there. And it wasn't really necessarily along the way. It was just kind of in the general area. So we get on our way, and we go, and I wanted to check out this greenhouse. So we're on our way. We're almost there. We're almost to the greenhouse. And my phone rings, and it's our friends that we're going to visit. And I'm, well, we didn't really tell them when we were going to come visit. We just said we were coming today. And so I'm like, hello. Like, we're on our way. And they were like, where are you? Well, we're on our way, like I said. Well, where are you going right now? Well, I just wanted to stop at this greenhouse. I've heard lots about it. I want, I want to go check it out. I want to just spend a little bit of time there before we come. And, you know, this upset them. And I was like, well, why are you so upset? And they were like, well, I thought you were coming to visit us. I didn't know that we were just going to be tagged along on your trip to see whatever you wanted to see. And at first I was, like, kind of bothered. I was like, well, I didn't tell you when we were coming. We just wanted to come, like, and I just want to visit really quick. But... I started to understand really quickly that that actually wasn't very nice of us. It was kind of saying, well, since we're coming to see you, you guys can wait. We're going to do what we want to do first. And then once we're freed up from what we want to do, then we'll come visit. And, you know, the, the reality is it didn't make them feel like we valued their time very much. And sometimes this is what we do with our relationship with Jesus. We only want to spend, spend time with Jesus when it's convenient for us. When life isn't too busy, then I'll start doing my devotions again. When life, when life isn't too busy, then I'll start going to church again. When summer's over, then we'll start taking the kids back to church. When summer's over, then I can start going to prayer meeting again. What if I even asked you right now, what does it even look like to be caught up with Jesus? What does that even look like? Maybe you think that just means doing the right things more than you do wrong things. Maybe you think it's just going to church more often. Maybe it's just stop getting so angry so quick. Maybe it's just stopping that sin that you've just been trying to stop for so long, but you just can't. This summer, we're talking about slowing down to catch up with Jesus. And when it comes to slowing down to catch up with Jesus, it just feels like this is such an impossible task. We keep trying and trying, but we're, we aren't able to do it. We like to be busy. Being busy is actually quite the normal thing now. We get so caught up in the cycle of day-to-day -day life that we're just so fine with being busy. Some of us, we may, be, we may be busy in what seems like a good way. Well, I go to church on Sunday. I have the kids involved in, in, in midweek programs. I attend prayer meeting. I even volunteer outside of the church somewhere else. I share my faith with all my coworkers. I do all this stuff. We like to be busy. We like to be busy so much 
that they actually even came up for a term for it. And the term that they came up, up with is called FOMO. It is the fear of missing out. We like to be busy so much that they had to come up to say that people now have fear of missing out. Today I want you guys to see the importance of going from FOMO to FOMO. And you're like, that's the same thing. Hold on. Today we're going to find from going from the fear of missing out to find the freedom in missing out. When we find freedom in missing out in the, in the busyness of life, it allows us to place our priority back on Jesus. Jesus can now become the priority of our life again. If you have your Bibles, I want you to open up to Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Luke was a doctor, and a lot of his writings come from conversations he had with those that knew Jesus personally. In today's passage, in Luke 10, 38 to 42, he writes about a time when Jesus came to visit two of his closest friends, Mary and Martha. We'll see that Martha, she seems to be very practical. She has a really serving side to her. And then we're going to see Mary, who's a little bit more reflective, a little bit more loving, more caring. I hope you're there. We're in Luke 10. We're going to be starting at verse 38 today. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that, he had to make, or that she had to make. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. At the time, having someone come to your house was a big deal. I mean, like, it's December 23rd, Christmas is in two days, the family's coming down in two days, and mom has already asked you to vacuum your room three times today. You've done it three times. You don't even know why you're vacuuming your room because no one's going in your room, but people are coming over. It has to be perfect. Hospitality was very important. And this isn't just anyone we're talking about coming over for a visit. This is Jesus coming over. I bet they were just like beyond excited. They were so excited to be having Jesus over. Imagine the prep at your house if Jesus was coming over for lunch today. You probably wouldn't be here right now. You would probably be at your house dusting every last bookshelf, straightening the books out, vacuuming the corners, and getting everything perfect. Through this passage, we're going to see how two people can react to the exact, same, the exact same situation. You see, in verse 38 to the start of 40, Martha's doing all the work. She's cooking, she's cleaning, she's making everything perfect for their guest. You see, Martha was a good woman that loved the Lord, and she was trying to do everything perfect for him. She was trying her very best for him. And you see, while Martha's doing all this work, Mary's just spending time at the feet of Jesus, leaving all the work for her sister. And Martha gets upset. I mean, like, obviously. Obviously, she's getting upset. She's the only one doing anything. This whole time, she's been working so hard. I assume she's probably walking around the house dropping little hints at Mary. She's probably like dropping a bowl over here like, whoops, my bad, sorry, are you going to pick that up? Or she probably was like over like making a little noise or walking past them super quickly. Maybe, ahem, come on, like help me out here. I mean like Jesus of all people, he deserves the best hospitality. And she's working so hard to make sure that they take good care of him while he visits. Martha has a case of FOMO. She's afraid of missing out on being the best host. 
Martha lets her busy life distract her from being with Jesus. She's afraid of missing out on everything being perfect for their guest. She's afraid of missing out on being perfect in front of Jesus. This feeling causes her to start becoming discontent. She starts comparing her life to Mary's. And then she starts to get more upset. And you see, we start to do the same thing. We go on social media and we see what everyone's posting. We see people who seem to have their life together. They've got perfect children. They've got the perfect job. They've got whatever it is. And we want that. So we start to make our life more busy because we want to have what other people have. We keep getting busier and busier. And it just causes us to start getting more frustrated. And in the end of verse 40, we see her come to have a word with their guest. Which actually, by the way, we can learn something from. We should be going to Jesus first when we have problems in our lives. We should be spending time in prayer and spending time with him, spending time in his word, and not complaining to others about the problems we're going through. The smart thing to do is to go to the one who can actually fix the problem. Here she says to Jesus, Jesus, don't you care that I'm the only one doing all the work? Don't you care that she's not doing anything? And I imagine Jesus' response to this was probably like, ugh, really? You're going to be a tattletale? Like, come on, just do what you're doing. Do you, it's fine. Or, or maybe he was more like, actually, Martha, you're right. Mary, get your act together. Go clean some dishes. Go keep dusting. You go help your sister. Come on, this is ridiculous. But he instead answers very different. Look at verse 41 to 42. Martha, Martha, or as the NLT says, he addresses her, my dear Martha, you were worried and upset over all these details. There's only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it'll not be taken away from her. What a cool response he has here. No, come on, reallys. No, go easy on her. We're just over here visiting. It's okay. No mean response. Instead, he addresses her, my dear Martha, You see, he accepts Martha where she's at. He listens to her. He hears her as she is. And he doesn't respond with any negativity. He wants to talk to Martha about being so worried and upset. Not about her hospitality. It's okay to be hospitable. But when your hospitality takes more precedence over the fact that Jesus is right there and takes more time than your relationship with Jesus, then there's a problem. When it starts to make you worried and upset, then there's an issue. And here Jesus is telling Martha that if we place God as the priority of our lives, then he will make all these things that we're worried about, all these things we're stressed out about, it's all going to work out. Jesus isn't saying that Martha's work for him isn't important. He's trying to help her see that following Jesus and learning from him should be the most important thing in her life. It should be the most important thing in our lives. And he also lets Martha know that it's actually Mary who's getting things right here. Jesus is saying, Mary doesn't want to make everything perfect for me before she comes to be around me. Mary just wants to be with me. Mary knew to make Jesus the priority in her life. And she saw the importance of taking time to sit at the feet of Jesus. Mary wanted to be in a relationship with Jesus. The most important thing in our life that should be at the front of our mind each and every day is our relationship with Jesus. The problem here isn't that Martha's serving 
That's not the problem. The problem is that she's primarily focusing on all these things around her instead of focusing on her relationship with Jesus when he is right there. It isn't about trying to impress Jesus. We just simply need to be with Jesus. It's so easy now to get caught up in the busyness and not even enjoy what's right in front of us. Maybe you can think of someone you know. Maybe, maybe there's a girl you know who had, who's been dreaming of her perfect wedding day. She's been spending her life planning her wedding, and it's the day of the wedding has finally come. She's so worried about every little detail that weeks after the wedding you're talking about it, and she goes, I, I don't remember that. I didn't enjoy it. During the wedding, I was so stressed about whatever it was that I don't even remember that moment. Or maybe you're having family over, and you want to get that perfect picture so that you can compare to everyone on Facebook. So you want to spend your time, you're so focused on that and on getting everything ready, you don't even remember to sit down and catch up with your family members. There's many different moments in our life where we can get so caught up in the busyness of the moment that we don't even enjoy the moment. Mary could have been easily caught up the exact same way Martha was. She could have been out being busy, cleaning, cooking, but then she would have been missing out on the freedom of spending time with Jesus. Mary knew that although service is important, it is more important to give yourself up for God. In doing so, God will be able to use your life where he best sees fit. Martha's too busy doing good things for Jesus that she doesn't even take the time out to hear the good things that Jesus has to tell her. And it's very easy as Christians to get caught up the same way that Martha did. We want to impress God. We want everything to be so perfect for him. And it just makes us more and more and more busy. And when we do this, we miss the freedom of being open and being able to spend time in his word and spend time in his presence. It's very easy, too, to get confused. What does freedom even look like? We may think, oh, once I get into that college, or once I get married, or once I'm the head of the company, or whatever it may be, then I will finally be free. I will finally have freedom. But Galatians 5, 13, it says this, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. In the freedom of missing out on the busyness of life, it gives us the opportunity to be set free to live the life that Christ has called us to. It's important not to use our freedom for selfish ways. We can get so caught up in the busyness of life we can serve others and show God's love to those that are around us, but we do it so much that we don't even remember why we're doing it, and we don't even take the time to just spend time with God. When we start to draw closer to God, he will allow opportunities for us to serve him. He will allow opportunities for us to show Jesus' love to those who are around us. We need to use our freedom to stop worrying. Stop worrying about missing out. You see, we get ourselves so caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life that we start to put God second. And then we get even more busy and God becomes third in our life. And then we get even more busy and we don't even think about God. And very quickly, our relationship is no longer the priority in our lives. We're more worried about success. We're more worried about what people will think of us. We're more worried about our family. And slowly, our relationship with Jesus just doesn't even matter. And when all of these things get figured out, that's when I'll spend time with God. We feel that once we figure all this out, then I will have free time to spend with God. And that's the exact way Martha was. Her priority was to make sure that everything was perfect before God instead of just being in his presence. 
When we make God priority in our life, our hearts become free and we are able to live without shame. You see, God sent Jesus to die on the cross so we could be in a relationship with him. This relationship isn't when I get my life together. This relationship isn't when everything's perfect. This relationship isn't, oh, when I find the time. We need to remember that we aren't trying towards to run, we aren't trying to run towards Jesus to catch up to him. Instead, Jesus is running towards us so that we can catch up with him. And Mary understood this. She knew that we don't have to get ready before Jesus will spend time with us. We don't have to get things all figured out. We don't have to get things all perfect in our life before he will be in our presence. Jesus is for all of us, and he welcomes us because he wants to be in a relationship with us today. And nothing that we ever do will change the fact that Jesus wants to be in a relationship with us. In slowing down to catch up to Jesus, we need to remember not to get distracted. We can't complicate our relationship with him. We need to develop habits that are going to help us in our relationship with Christ. Busyness of life, it leads to many things. It can lead to hard time in marriages. It can lead to troubled teenagers. It can lead us to say things that we're going to later regret. And ultimately, the busyness of life leads us to putting obstacles in the way of our relationship with Jesus. We need to remember to keep our eyes on the Lord when we go through the busyness of life. When we allow ourselves to begin to be given the freedom of missing out and instead focus on the Lord, then we will be able to fear not in those situations in our life. And the Lord will guide us through all the busyness and all the stress. God wants us to let go of the busyness and let him take over our lives. Focus your time on what he has for you. Focus your thoughts on things that he would want you to. And ultimately, spend your time wisely and spend your time with the Lord. When we start spending our time with the Lord, we will find that, he will, that we will find peace in the stressful times of our lives. We will find joy that only he can give. Thanks for listening, and consider joining us live on Sundays at 9.15 and 11 a.m. For our address, directions, and any other information, find us online at templebaptist.com.